0: Martinelli is in the box, Gabriel Martinelli. It's now with Granite Jacko, is it gonna be the third goal? It is the third goal! Granite Jacko with
1: it! That steals it! Hello and welcome everybody to the Arsenal Social Extra on the Over and Over Again Network. Now you might be wondering why there's just me. Um, well look, today we're going to start the show with just me. We've got a couple of things with me going to be going through but don't worry Adam's on his waist. A couple of slight technical difficulties but we're going to be looking at the great things that are going on at this moment in time. We're looking at the Everton game that's coming up. We're looking at the close of the um, window. We're looking at also all of the amazing things that are happening in the world of um, financial fair play. So i have got some statistics that we're going to be talking about in a sec. And we're also going to be looking at Everton, the Everton game coming up. And we're going to actually have um, some Everton um, fans on to talk to you. So, so just bear with us as we go through. And I think Adam's just come in and Adam, Welcome, we to Welcome to the show, my friend. Nicely oh. caught out. There we go.
0: There we go. Um, personal apologies for my tardiness. Um, but I had something that I thought would be finished that went slightly later. So apologies for that. But I'm sure everyone's been in stay fans with Steve and his wine. Didn't have fun <laughs> for the wine, so I just had to grab a tini from the fridge. Oh,
1: mate. Come on. Come How are we doing, mate? Good to see you. So, just going through, listen, um, some really exciting things actually at the moment. There's some really interesting things that are going going on. I'm gonna, I wanted to have a little look at, um, you know, some of the financial fair play um, parts that are, are, are happening at the minute. We've seen some record, I mean, record amounts of money being spent. Um, we we'll look at Chelsea, six hundred million pounds. Like, like, yes. I mean,
0: I've actually got. Um, a little thing to show in regards to this. So, this is how it looks. January transfer window. This is Chelsea and the, the other top clubs in Europe. Yeah. This is in Europe. So, obviously most of it is Premier League, but you've got Marseille down there in eighth. But Chelsea, by far, eclipsing. I mean, we're third with 60 million. But, yeah. you know, look at that. It's 363 million. This is Euros, by the way. Um over the over the january period 600 million since todd bowley coming <laughs> it is just unbelievable well, there's, and...
1: a, there's just a couple of things that sit behind it and that's amazing statistics that we look at it um it's, it's a couple of things that i find i just find a little bit scary if i'm honest with you um and i've uh, and obviously with the new uh, and and, and are, you, are, you, um, are you aware of the new laws that are coming um next year with the um the, the, the ratios
0: that they're talking about. Yeah, well they've had to bring it in, haven't they? They've kind of been forced to do it. I mean, to be fair, like one of the things though, like Chelsea obviously <laughs> found the loopholes since Todd Bowley came in, he obviously got his lawyers on side and found these loopholes around the length of contracts, dishing out eight or nine year contract or eight year contracts and being able to spread the, the, the base of the transfer fee over that time as well. But what I don't understand is why no one else has picked up on this until now. But why no other club has kind of been utilising it like this until now. It's kind of thinking, in a way, it makes me sick. But in a way, I'm thinking, you're clever. You know, you, you found had,
1: something yeah. We've had two things that happen, haven't we? So we've had COVID that's come in and has absolutely decimated most clubs. Um... And we saw as part of that, that actually part of the COVID rulings were actually the allowed losses had, had changed from 30 to 60 million. So, you know, so you're actually allowed to. And it's, it's it's understandable because the amount of revenue that's generated on game day is absolutely incredible. So, you know, that 30 to 60 million because you haven't had the fans that then gets, um paid off over time. The other thing that's going around as well is a lot of people turn around and say, well, well, Abramovich has cleared the debt. We've got, a, you know, we've got a working slate. It's empty. Empty slate right now, so we can spend whatever we want. And I think I think you're absolutely right. You can spend whatever you want to a point. And I'm just sorry, I'm just looking at my notes here at this moment in time. So what I call it is the squad cost ratio. So what effectively happens is in a way that it works, which is really interesting, I, I think it's really interesting anyway. So it's an interesting thing. So what, what they turn around and say is. What does your club turn over? And so let's take um, Chelsea from last year. It's 479 million turnover. Okay. What I'm then saying is I'm going to take 70% of that. All right. And um, that's what you can actually spend in the year because it's about keeping yourself financially viable and also meeting the requirements. Uh, that fit within there. so if we look at that we take four seven nine it's roughly works out to top of my head and I've got it written down really uh, is three 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 hundred thirty five million okay so it's three hundred thirty five million but out of that you've got to take things like wages for instance. so the wages and I've gone online today and I've looked at um, some of the statistics as that actually says so currently, um, statistics show the statistics are telling us that the wage bill currently at Chelsea is 206 million a year, okay, <laughs> a which is effectively given them 129 million to spend.
0: Yeah, okay, so 129 million,
1: yeah, there you go. 129 million, you're thinking, Whoa, happy days, it's putting, putting together, but out of that 129 million, right, so so out of that, those fees, you still got to pay things like um agents fee you know, so let's say for instance i want to buy someone we're going to get some yeah you know, we're going to get somebody in i want to buy somebody you got to pay the actual um all the fees come out of that 129 million agents fees as well and and all the other bits that go with it so it's not just i can spend <clears throat> 129 million because i've got a service of debt and and so when you look at somebody so let's take a uh, mudrick for instance because you know, let's take that because that's that's a great little example right there. So it's 70 million, right? And they said, Oh, yeah, eight years or whatever, or eighty million that they paid for him. I said, Oh, that's gonna be over eight years. We're paying that over eight years. Eight years, that's 10 million a year, blah, 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 blah. But let's let's say that Mudrick works out to be an absolute donkey, like a real, real donkey, two years in, absolute donkey. Uh, and they want they want to terminate his contract or get rid of him. But absolutely,
0: yeah, fast donkey, though, to be fair. Sorry. He's a pretty fast donkey.
1: Well, okay, whatever. I'm just saying, I'm just pricking out wonky donkey, whatever we want to call him. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, so if they decide they said so we're going to terminate his contract, for instance, for two years at yeah, 60 million, that 60 million comes out at 129 million.
0: It's mental. Yeah. I know where you're coming from. And so I know it's- how they've got there, but it's just, it's still like, it's clever in a way, but you know, it, it is what it is, let's face it, it is what it is, and I'm glad they are making some changes to it. But let's be quite honest like financial fair play has gone out the window the past four or five years. Chelsea got done, didn't they? They got a transfer ban for two windows once upon mm-hmm. a time, but still, the likes of City have been getting away with it to an extent. Still, the likes of the uh, overseas clubs, PSG, for
1: instance, be well, very, be, well, be very. I went and checked on that because I thought the same sort of thing. Oh, um, oh, I went and checked problem. on that, and actually. Fiscally, and I've got a good friend of mine who's a, an accountant, and I've, I'll get her on to actually go through it. But from what I can tell, looking at City's books, actually they're all balanced. So whoever their accountants are, and I think it tells by the fact they haven't
0: bought. The, the thing that City have done differently is they're able to sell players as well as as well as buyers. They don't yeah, buy they don't true. buy extortionately. They buy a lot, but yeah. they don't pay extortionate fees. But they also do get pretty good resale values. Now that's one of the things that is is pretty clever. Yeah. Um, Just before we go on, I want to quickly just welcome Mr. Mr. Chris to the chat. Chris the Blue. Good to see you back
1: again, brother. Good to see you back again,
0: sir. How are we doing, guys? we okay? We've also got a regular in the the chat, Seri. How are we doing, mate?
1: Teza, my man.
0: Terry's a regular. Are, you, are we working tonight, Terry? you listen listening to us while you're fixing some pipes over there, or are you just chilling out tonight with a, with a glass of wine and a beer? Do that, Snow. So uh, but it's always good to see your name pop up in the chat. But yeah, Chris, we're in the middle of talking about financial fair play in Chelsea. Um, mm-hmm. And Steve's quite a, a, a good point here. He's actually gone and looked at the rules and the fact that, actually, and, and how it kind of works, and the fact mm-hmm. that because they're spreading it out over a period of time, they're mm-hmm. not breaking the rules. It's extending the rules, I guess, isn't it? But it's not breaking them.
1: Well, it's, it's not It's not so much that. It's not so much yeah. that. The point I was I was leading on to, and uh, I'd love to get Chris's view on this, right, It's the point I'm leading up to is that Harry Potter, or whatever his name is, down at um, Chelsea, because, uh, well, he's not really doing any magic at all. <laughs> he's, he's, the, he's the reverse Harry Potter. Um, what happens is, is they're kind of set. They're, they're set... Um, in, in, in what they bought now, because of the because mm-hmm. of the fact that they've got very little. And if you look at Fernandes, it's cost them 101.6 million, right? To right. so actually buy them. So, because they've only got, you know, if we take that figure of whatever it is, they've got 129 operating pot that sits in there. Mm-hmm. If they ever get to a position where they've got a killer contract or whatever, they're absolutely nailed for that 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 whole season. And, and, and even if they turn around say, oh, well, you know, it's 10 million, it's not really, and all that. Unfortunately, right. it's right. 70% of the turnover. That's what you get for everything. Okay. Mm. So, mm. Uh, to, uh, Tom, Bo- uh, uh, what's his name? Tom, Boley. Todd
0: Bowley. Yeah, yeah.
1: Todd Bowley um, has very, very, very much set all of his eggs in that one basket, which is, you know, uh, Mr. Mm. Potts down there. And I've mm. got to sit there and think they've got the team. So, there's a couple of things I'm going to say. I, I think we'll see coming in the summer, there'll be a fire sale going on. At, um, Chelsea. There
0: has to be, there. I think Chelsea have obviously got a plan now. And I was chatting to a Chelsea friend that they're getting youngsters in. A lot of the players they've bought are young, you know, and they're playing over the odds for them, but they are young. They're clearly mm. going down that route, which is very common in American sports, Buy them young, you know, mm. get them for three or four years, sell them on kind of thing. So I do expect them to have a fire sale of their older players. I mean, you know, we mm-hmm. advantage of one of them. But in the summer, I do think you're going to see a hell of an ex, you know, exodus of players. It has, um, to it has, to has to be. has to be. Balance the books for a start. I mean, not just right. the transfer-wise, but also... The wage the wage side of things. I mean, mm. I saw a bit of pot. I don't, I mean, potter has been with the club four months now, hasn't he? Uh, with Chelsea, it feels like I mean, a
1: lifetime,
0: doesn't yeah. it? This, this is this is this is Potter when he started, by the way. So, this is yeah. potter when he started. This was him two weeks ago, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, a little bit closer there for, for grand like <laughs> oh, <laughs> this my is Chelsea does to you, you yeah. know. Um, but I have heard that he's you know, he, he does talk a good game. Um, and we have got an exclusive shot here from his latest um team talk this morning. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's it, yeah. And that's no, just, cool. that's that's just cool. half the cool. squad, there, is it? Yeah, yeah, that's,
1: yeah, that's, that's, what the
0: guys that's on just, the new, yeah. That's just <laughs> the new signings. That's just the new signings. But it is, it is crazy, you know. Let's be honest, it is mm. absolutely mental what's going on. And but they have played the window, they've played it to their to absolutely. suit them, and no, they, you oh, yeah, know. I saw I saw something
2: online the other day saying that um, the Premier League were were making moves to to, to close down the the loophole that uh, Chelsea clearly exploited, but it'll be too late by then, won't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's but the problem now. They're bringing it in now after it's happened. It's like, you know, after the horse has bolted mm, kind of thing. Mm, Will it stop exactly. it happening later on? No, they'll just find another loophole around it. They'll just do find something know. else to get around it. Do you
1: want to have a look at Arsenal's figures? Go then? on then. Let's do it. Here's, here's the best one. But I, the, I, I think the point is, is what we're saying is that diamonds is now set. That team that, that they have right now, right, is their team. You know, with Aubameyang in. Uh, uh, and all those guys, Zabaumyang's on an absolute fortune. So the the, the Arsenal, so the Arsenal turnover, which, which surprised me actually, since we've got a bigger stadium and all, all that type of stuff, is well, last year was four hundred and forty three point five million, yeah. But our salary, uh, so so our salary, um, uh, yeah. So actually, so that gave us three hundred and ten million. So our sal- but our salary is one hundred and twenty million a year. Um, on there, which is almost, you know, it's almost sort of half the Chelsea salary bill. So it gives yeah. us a lot more to spend and a lot more right. flexibility yeah. in the market yeah. itself. Yeah. And and that is, you know, but yeah, uh, yeah, that, that hopefully that. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> so I've just seen, I've just seen one from Terry that was on fire the other day. No, no, Terry. what was it? I was actually drunk the other day, and I was actually giving it some large. Um uh, So I, I hadn't eaten all day, and I drank a bottle of wine while I was on the show. But there we go. Anyway, um, uh, so, so financial prudence actually says that. So, so from an Arsenal perspective, I'm actually all in for 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 the way that we're doing our business and being able to walk away. So will we see? So the question is: Is will we see the Declan Rice's of this world turning up? I don't think we're going to see the big 100 million and 120 million purchases in the summertime. We're going to see a, a distinct lack of those and how yeah, that will really affect right. us moving forward.
0: It, it has just, gone crazy, not just in January, but even the window before. Like the last two windows have just up and upped again. It's just gone mental. And I think you're right. There has to be a ceiling where things start to drop. And I think the problem is, and we've had this chat before, if one player goes for a certain amount, then the selling club automatically thinks, well, he's valued at that. It's like we chatted when we went to the Arsenal the other week. Anthony went for what? 80. Which was 80 million. 80, yeah, 80 and million. No, and there's no wonder that Shakhtar wanted 100 million for Mudridge. You yeah. know what I mean? When you compare them, and that's the problem. When you set, when someone's willing to pay ridiculous money for one player and they're not that great, then it, it ups it and ups it again. Mm. And that's, mm. Where's the ceiling for that? And you end up seeing extortionate prices for average yeah. players. Enzo Fernandes, like, he looks good player, right? He looks a very good player. He looked good in the World Cup. But yeah. the Premier League is very, very different to the Portuguese League and very, very different to international football. And there's going to be that clue about whether he's going to be suitable or not. But that's yeah. a hell of a risk to take. Yeah. Listen, 10, in, listen. Who's played I, I, remember, I remember World Cups sort of years ago. <clears throat> I remember
2: famously uh, our lovable neighbours um, bidding. Absolute obtuse money for Phil Bab. Oh,
0: half a decent game drive.
2: After the 94 World Cup, weren't it? Exactly, exactly. And, and what happened to him? Do you know what I mean? And it's the same, the, fight,
0: it? <laughs> the same with every World Cup. same with every World Cup, you know, a player really shine and they do the well. West. Cause Fernandez got the um, golden boy, didn't he? He got the young player right. of the tournament. He, like, he did look a good player. Don't get me wrong; he looks very, very good. Yeah. But you know, it's a very different environment. He, six months in Portugal oh. in the Portuguese league, which is a fairly pedestrian league. I used to live in Portugal and watch a bit of their football. Um, you know, and it's quite a, and for South American players, that's kind of like a rite of passage: go to Portugal for a mm. couple of years, mm. then come mm. over to the, you know one of the bigger leagues. And that's so I think he's going to be in for a wake-up call, but. Interesting, I don't wish the guy any ill your but he's made a horrible choice in going to Chelsea, really.
1: Right. I would agree, I would agree. can they loan him over to Everton? That yeah. give you boys, Just loan him out to you, get you sorted Let's, for a bit. Help yeah.
0: you. <laughs> just quickly before we move on to him, obviously Chris was on the show at the beginning of the season, I don't know if everyone who's watching remembers him. He has changed a bit, but just in case you, you're thinking, I don't recognise this fella... I've got a picture of Chris from six months ago at the beginning of the
2: season. <laughs>
0: <Anyway>. <laughs> and then um, this is what happened to Port 11 and six months later. Oh, nice. Yeah. And
2: that's
0: that's, that's it. And, but he's not alone. He's not alone. I found this earlier as well.
2: Bobby <laughs> <laughs> better Love it.
0: Love it. Man. I found that one as well.
1: There is some, um, um, there is, there is a slight twist though. There's another, there's another twist, a, a cunning twist, all this. So what we're going to see is we're going to see financial constraints next season on all of our own teams. But the, have you seen that the government of Naoto Man has said that they're going to bring a strong regulatory body into um, football now? You
0: come across that? Uh, I've seen it, but I don't believe it.
1: No. Uh, okay. Well, <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. Now, of course. I don't, yeah, as we've seen this, as we've seen, the obscene money that, um, you know, uh, Shell made, we've seen everything going up, all prices, we've generally seen corruption going all the way through this government that's been on there. Not political show, no, it's about football. But what they've turned around and said, and this is the most worrying thing for me, is the government have turned around and said they're going to bring a strong regulatory body in that's going to control um, the football across all of the um, leagues, right? Not non-league. They're, they're not going to touch anybody in non-league, right? So yeah, 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 Chris, Chris, Chris has heard all this before. So mm-hmm. well, let's bring it in. So it will be, it will actually be the um, clubs that there'll be a fee paid by the clubs to keep the regulator in, in, uh, in, in, uh, you know, prawn sandwiches and champagne. (laughs) Um, what they'll also do is they'll have the power to stop any club going off and actually being part of the, um, any super league or anything like that, but written in a tiny, 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 tiny little print. that I, I read that I went through and I'm not being illegal, legal in any way whatsoever, but it said it had the capability to draw funds from the leagues, so that means the same way that I can put 25 million in an offshore bank account and forget to pay the tax on it it also means that Ratboy and his Tory mafia will be able to actually put his money in and will be able to take money out of football <laughs> that's straight into government that to me is a very worrying state of um affairs that if you have a regulator that has the capability to take quote, some money, didn't say what it was, but some money. Yeah. Every single football club in the league as yeah. a levy or whatever they decide to call it means that we've got another, a new form of taxation that's going to be coming into our own football league. Now, prove me wrong, ladies and gentlemen, prove me wrong, because I'm hoping that I'm, I'm in the wrong here. It's the same way they want us to pay and go and see a doctor, but I pay national insurance by the <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, so we're going to see capping of the financial capabilities of our teams into the new year. And I think that's actually a good thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. It gives the smaller clubs within the league actually the opportunity to go head to head with us. I think from a Chelsea perspective, we're definitely going to see a fire sale that's happening there, um, you know, across there it has to be. You can't sustain that level of wage. And, uh, you know, with, with the new things that are going on, mm-hmm. the most frightening thing for me is actually governments now starting to have their hands via a regulator. it's
0: the, the worrying thing for me is the fact yeah. that the, the government regulator is trying to come in to stop, so, like, let's, let's be honest, corruption in football because they're corrupting the system. But then they're putting that kind of clause in. So who's corrupting who here? You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. it, it worries mm-hmm. me that. It worries me that the government feels the need to get involved. You know, um, I understand the reasoning behind it, but they're not getting involved for the greater good, let's be honest. Yes. No. And it's too, and it's too late. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: It's too late. I mean, Man- Manchester City have
2: been abusing the system for years. You know, yeah. they, they, they were the first group to found a loophole uh, through FIFA Fair Play. Okay, well, let's get the Etihad uh, Airlines to sponsor our stadium for XYZ billion. So, th- Oh, that sponsored the offset the debt that they owed overnight.
1: Yeah,
0: that's quite true, there, Terry.
1: Uh, I know that well, sorry, well, they all live in Chelsea, mate. <laughs> so, <Sorry>, most, <laughs> most of their constituency home in Chelsea, we pay for their electricity. I didn't say I, I said I wouldn't turn it, to blue. but you're, you're absolutely right, Chris. And what? what? Man City have done, though, what they've done particularly well, which Man United haven't, is they've got an amazing... Their accountants are next level. They're genuinely next level in, in the way they handle it. So I didn't want to be negative. Like I didn't want to be a negative thing. But I think it's an interesting um, uh, way that we're going to start to see the premiership that we are part of and that we love and we, we, we watch. Actually, the breaks are going to start to come in a little bit and i think that's right and if you look at like the Bundesliga, that's not you know, a bad
0: thing that's not that, necessarily a bad thing because yeah is getting more control.
1: you look at you like the bundesliga for instance it's 12 quid to go go in and actually watch a football yeah. game rather than 85 pounds as it is at um the emirates um but we still do it because we love our football club we love yeah, our, yeah we're, we're fans that's part
0: of the problem in fact is they know they'll get the money they'll know people will pay for it so yeah. they'll push it as yeah. much as they can they'll push whatever they can get as much as they can but it does for need sure. to be some sort of regs in i mean i thought when they capped the away tickets at 30 quid a few years back i thought that was a positive start Absolutely. but it hasn't really made much effort because the home tickets just go higher it's like it's just you, you hmm. give it one and you take with the other so hmm. they need some sort of capping i mean we, we we could talk about a ticket system as well about the whole you know t- tickets on resale sites ridiculously being you know hmm. yeah. there was one up there but i saw today the Brentford game, Arsenal next weekend, resale, site, so standard tickets, lower tier, 285 quid each. Oof. But people are paying it. People are paying it. And like, you know, because we're successful at the moment, it's just ridiculous. You, you are pricing real fans out. One, the real fans can't get into the systems to get the tickets in the first place. And two, they can't really afford it anyway. It's ridiculous. And people are saying football is becoming a middle-class sport. And it is to an extent. It is, yeah. Things like that. And that's one thing you really got to be careful because that is going to drive mm-hmm. fans down the leagues. And again, that's not necessarily a bad thing for the lower teams because they will benefit from from that. But it is going to become so corporate at that top level unless Sonic's done.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: you know, it will be beyond beyond saving and beyond reproach, really. So, yeah, hundred percent,
2: hundred percent,
0: Yeah. yeah. So, um, talk us about your boys, Chris. We'll be playing you at the weekend. I mean, I I don't know where to start. I mean, I I, I saw Sean Dice the other day after his first day. He's not looking well. (laughs) (laughs) He's hitting that bottle, hard, bless him. But I know it's, obviously, I talk to you pretty much every day, Chris. I know it's tough. And you know I've got a lot, you know, I've got a soft spot for your boys anyway. I think you're a very good club. You've got some great fans. And I just can't. You know, it baffles me how you've ended up where you are, really. Aye. How's it been well, from your perspective? I think
2: I think it's um I think it's well documented. It's it's not it it's not that obviously we've had we've had unsuccessful successful managers, but it's the board. The board have absolutely screwed it up from you know for, for years and years and years. Um Bill Kenright somehow is still there. Uh Mashiri, yeah, he's pouring money in like there's no tomorrow,
0: but is it his or was it was it Usmanov's money? What's going on? Do you think that was where it started to go wrong Because Ken might has been with you for many years, like you just said. Yeah, right. but the unrest has only really been recently once you got the extra money in from Usmanov slash Mashiri. Is that right. where yeah. this began? Like that in that instant? Or is it then or was it when Ancelotti left? I mean it's one of those two for me from the outside in. I don't uh, know. D-
2: I think I think there's I think there's a lot of subplots going on Adam to be honest with you um because I mean going back um, years and years and you you may not even remember the name is but we had a an owner called Peter Johnson from Park Food hampers um and Kenwright was was still on the on the board then um Peter Johnson absolutely. Pulled money out of the club left, right, and centre. He was exposed for it. Um, and off he went with pockets pockets full of cash, and Ken Wright was still there. And then Mashiri's come in, you know, obviously more recently, and he's got he's got Kenwright, he's got Graham Sharp, who obviously, you know, a very respected, a very loved ex player. But what what why is he on the board?
0: Yeah. what,
2: what, what gives him what gives him that? State of authorities be on the board.
0: You think um, that was to appease fans to try well, and get like one of their own kind of thing on the board? maybe, the... maybe, but it hasn't. <laughs> Do you know no. what I mean? because because he's
2: he's there in name only. What, what what credentials has he got to be on the board of directors? Do you know what I mean? he's, he's got no he's got no um, financial clout. He's, he clearly hasn't got a, a word in the boardroom. So you know it, it's a token gesture for me.
1: Because what Mascheri's put, uh, so in the press, Mascheri's come out and said five hundred million you can buy Everton. All right, but the, the, that, that's the same it's machine. That,
0: you need you need five hundred million to buy the club, plus the investment you're going to need in the yep. in the staff and the players and, you, and the, the stadium. Club. The new stadium, stadium which is you know, looking amazing, by the way. It, yeah, yeah. if if it, ever, if it ever happens at this point, you know what I mean? That's kind of the problem, though. Any player sales you've got are going to be part going to that stadium to fund it. Exactly. Like, we had this was, chat a few weeks ago about was, what assets you've got. You know, Gordon right. was one we mentioned. Pickford was another potentially Tamari, right. Grant, Cal, but Lewin. But obviously, you've only got rid of one of those. And I think in the summer, you probably will get rid of that, Probably the other three, unless you're going to get some sort of you know input of money that's going to help you because well the, the problem is as,
2: as as you all know as as football football people and football lovers i mean if if god forbid everton go down you know you 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 40 pound 40 million pound cavalry in all of a sudden worth 20 mm-hmm. um i mean everybody's everybody's expecting asking price will be halved at least do you know what i mean yeah. to stay alive um Demari gray is is a is a, a really good uh, selling asset because he only cost a million quid. So anything over a million pounds is is clear profit. Yeah. Well, it's um, it's just a, it's just such a desperate state of affairs at the moment. You know, I mean, they uh, sold um, Anthony Gordon last week for forty five million quid.
1: Yeah.
2: And where's that gone? It, nowhere. It's still in somebody's arse pocket. You know what I mean?
0: Probably heading yeah. From yeah. what I've read on, on on deadline day, you were trying to get loans in rather than buyers. You exactly.
2: Exactly.
0: Yep. I don't only... know if you heard it. I think I read somewhere which is quite startling. You, you went for fourteen players and got turned down by fourteen players for loans. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, and more
2: more more alarmingly, they would they turned Everton down to to people like Bournemouth and Southampton, which tells me that the whole footballing world knows that Everton is toxic. Yeah, there's, there's, there's something radically wrong at Everton Football Club. That's why these players are not, not coming. I, I don't think even the wage matters anymore. They're just thinking, No, <laughs> no, no, thanks. I'm not going.
1: And, and what was yeah. all that I mean, Gesamt by Tottenham? Was it de jummed or whatever his name you, you, you know, this is? This yeah. is the, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, and Jumd, yeah. yeah. Uh, Complete medical. There was he actually filmed the media as well, and they've actually had yeah. a that yeah. Yeah. yeah, here's yeah. David Moyes is being considered as a new manager. Refuses to send negotiation now on his way to Tottenham. Yeah. yeah, he has yeah. one uh, house of the transfer window. What? A,
1: what an absolute snake! I know. It an an all the
0: teams to, to go to as well. I mean, but and that's just like it's awful. That's just that says much more about him rather than anything else. It, it does. It, I think it does say a lot about the player,
2: but it also, for me, it, it, it just smacks of. Once again, complete abhorrent uh, mismanagement within the club. I mean, here's a guy he's signed, he's agreed to a deal, he's had his medical, he's had his picture taken with his shirt, all that, all that shenanigans, and then 24 hours he fucks off to, to Spurs. Yeah, yeah, you'll <laughs> I mean, like, he'll,
1: he'll
0: re- he'll regret that. You, uh, you could so, make it
1: up. He's so bad that the the, the manager is going for an operation. Uh, and, yeah, yeah it seems he's yeah, so I,
2: and, yeah. And, and by the way, he scores his debut, yeah, just to rub it in. You know what I mean?
1: Um, I'm so, kidding. so, and uh, by the way, we do wish Conte all the best. The swift recovery, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I really do, don't. Yeah, generally don't no, I do, I do. Well, he's, he's, he's great because he's such a miserable sod, anyway. But, um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't wish you will have anybody.
0: What do you, um, how do you feel about our game of the weekend? Early kickoff, half past 12, Chris. I mean, like, for me. I don't like it when Arsenal play the new manager's first game at a club. I hate that. It, it tends to happen to Arsenal a lot. Steve will probably back me up. Whenever a new yeah. manager comes in, we always tend to be their first game at their home ground. It tends to yeah. be that way. And it's not always good for us. But in a lot of occasions, it's been yeah. pretty goddamn awful. Sean Dyche has been a bit of a fawn in our side over the years For you know, at yeah. Burnley. He's got results against us and he though- knows he used to know, especially against Arsene Wenger's teams, especially, how to play against us and how to frustrate us. But
1: I, I think yeah. Dice
0: will, will make you more solid. I don't think you're going to be pretty to watch, let's be honest. It's not going no, to happen. No, 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 but no. I think he will make you harder to beat for a start. And I do yeah. think that in your East first game, what's going to be hard? Is I do think you're going to put all that team behind the ball, try and soak up that pressure and play for a draw. And I think that's the worry for me. I think that mm. that, you know, I'm not i'm not confident we should win but i'm not as confident as i would have been had frank lampard still been in charge i think think, another manager
2: yeah i think you're right i think um player for player across the pitch arsenal are far stronger there's no no question about that um i was looking at the the videos online uh, yesterday of sean dice's first couple of training sessions and he, he he had the squad do a bleep test so that, most of them, that. Most <laughs> of them were, were, were spewing out their arse. They couldn't handle it. The, the fittest, the fittest lad on the squad was Ben Godfrey, who's been out injured most of the season. My God, honestly, it's it was it was a shocking watch. To be fair, um, to allude to what you're saying, Adam. Yeah, Sean Dyche will hopefully make us far more organised, yeah. uh, harder to beat, harder not to crack. All those yeah. cliches, but at the end of the day what we appear not to have at the minute is is that cutting edge uh, at the top of the pitch um obviously calvin has been out for a long time he's now back but he's still he's still struggling to to to, to get on the score sheet um yeah you, you damari gray fine providing the bullets maybe uh under his old gaffer mcneil can start to find a bit of form I don't know, and I'm not and I'm not even vaguely confident. I think that. That's
0: one thing as well though. There are some players in there like McNeil Tarkovsky that he is going to be familiar with. And Aye. they're familiar with yeah. him. So they would have been able to tell your team what he's like, you know, Aye. as a and Yeah, and yeah, stuff. yeah. And... Which, which is a which is a vague positive, but I just I mean our,
2: our next our next three are obviously you guys uh, on Saturday, followed by Liverpool away, followed by Leeds at home. Now, if we get no points from those three games, I think I think we I think we're done.
0: I really do think. we're done. there, I mean, I'm assuming you take a loss to us if you could beat Liverpool the week after. I'm assuming you'd take that all day long. Yeah, <laughs> all day long. We would too. To be fair. <laughs> but, <you> know, <laughs> so. All day long.
1: All day long. Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be. be... I, do... I do think, from our perspective, Sean Dyche is going to bring some stability to your team. Yeah,
2: I think I think is. he will. It's I think I think for me, it's it's how soon can he bring that stability? Yeah, Do you know what I mean, he's well, ho- been in hopefully not four days
1: now. Sorry to mm. sorry to be horrible, Chris, because you know I love you like a brother, mate. But hopefully not, hopefully not Saturday. I hope it's an absolute <laughs> like, you know. I hope it's okay. Like, <laughs> uh, no, I, I I genuinely believe. So so going back to what you're saying, I think he'll impose his uh, way of doing things very quickly. I, I will. Think, I think will. be surprised. I, I'm uh, sure. That,
2: about
1: that, yeah. I, I think by the Leeds game, mm. the Everton side that we see Saturday to what we see at the Leeds game, that's mm. the third. one You said, yeah, it's the third mm. one. Mm. Right, but yeah, it'll it, yeah. be a different gravy. It'll be it'll be a different team altogether. Um, mm. he'll have the motivated because what um Sean Dyche is very very good at is being a rod for that anger and that 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 you know for for, for everybody's anger. He he actually brings that and takes a lot of it away from the team. He's not like a Mourinho who'll call out a player yeah. and and, yeah. and vilify him in yeah. front of everybody. Sean Dyche will say, "No, my team played oh, really yeah. well. Yeah. The rest yeah. of them are rubbish." He's like, probably, you know,
0: he's, he's probably yeah. the right he, kind of manager for what you need right yeah. now. He's oh,
2: probably the right kind of manager. long. I mean, obviously, this time last year they were apparently uh, caught in um, Bielsa, and I was thinking, "Oh, Jesus Christ, no, no
1: I mean, wrong, yeah. wrong manager, oh. wrong manager." He, he um, could have
2: been. He could have been an option arguably, if we were kind of already down. We've prepped for next season. Um, he's, I
0: think he also could have been a good option in, this, in the summer, either last summer or this no, summer, when he's got yeah, a summer right. to kind of galvanise, no, no. get his but, own ideas across, not the, halfway the, through. The, too the, much.
2: the guy was asking for a million pound a month for him
0: and his team to come it's, in.
1: Does Maybe he realize he has it's not money. Chelsea? Did, did someone tell him it's not Chelsea? Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's his translator who wants the money. He's translating, <laughs> he has the comedy effect. The translator, yeah. oh my
1: god, yeah. like, seriously! But like, could they not find a bigger village idiot to speak? I could speak better Spanish than his translator. Well, come on, like, here's ah. oh,
0: the thing he's after. The old will talk for five minutes. For the translator will give a three line answer. It's fantastic. It's, yeah, but, it's
2: but here's here's the thing, guys. I was on Twitter last week and there was a this Leeds fan <clears throat> um banging the Bielsa drum and he said, Don't listen, don't be fooled by that. He speaks perfect English. Yeah,
0: everyone says that. Everyone well, says
2: that. What what he doesn't want to do is go on the television and be misquoted. That's why he goes to an interpreter. Yeah. Apparently with, within the team, within the squad, when he's doing his uh, coaching sessions, etc., he speaks perfect English.
0: That's brilliant.
2: I love yeah. that. Yeah. Go, I, I don't know, but that's, that's what nice these leaders you are saying. The brilliant. other thing he did, which I which I found enormously gratifying, was he set aside three three hours a week or three hours, four hours a, a week or something. For manual labour, for the players. Yeah. <laughs> for the, no, for the for the reason being to make them earn the money, or potentially, you know, um, virtually earn the money yeah. that the fans have to uh, pay for a ticket.
0: I like that too, which like, I thought
2: was which I thought was beautiful. Yeah,
1: yeah. do
0: you yeah. know what I mean? I think, like, he, I think, I think the reason people like Bealter is because he does come across as, one, a genuine football person. Exactly. Right? And, like, yeah. when you do watch him on the sidelines, he he takes in everything, and he's yeah. clearly got a love for the game, not just the club he's managing. Exactly. He yeah, 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 yeah. And I've always admired him. I mean, I remember him watching French football when he used to be manager of Marseille, and he used to be a bit loopy on the sideline back then, but he got your attention, and, you know, yeah. and, and he never kind of overstepped it. He was always in a respectful way. I always thought... Yeah. I'm surprised he never got a really big job. He's always been uh, that kind of middle to... <coughs> he's always been successful with that middle kind of, you know, level teams, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Didn't he, didn't he just take over the Mexican national team? Is that where he's going next? I've no idea. He's the World Cup, like... Because Mexico obviously are hosting the next World Cup, along with the US and Canada, they want a significant. That's, right, be that's Amazing. Right. To that at a so World good. Cup. Brilliant. So, so but, but, but talking talking about going loopy on the sidelines,
2: what's your what's your opinions on uh, Arteta's antics on the
0: sidelines? My own, uh, <laughs> I, I, I do I do too. He does nothing different to Klopp. He does nothing different to what Guardiola does. But he gets, mm. so he gets so much more stick, and it gets so much more highlighted. Mm. You ask mm. any Arsenal fan, we love it. We yeah. do. Yeah, no, and listen,
2: I'm 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 off, passion on the sideline. But my, my point is, he 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 seems to be picking up more yellow cards than half the Everton squad just for being a manager. If even and yet you see better. you see Jurgen Klopp almost assaulting linesmen, and nothing gets yeah. said.
1: No. Like- like, I just, you know, you know what the it does?
2: Is so,
0: it's so, Klopp for Liverpool. But, it's, it.
1: but, it's, um, but it's, it, it's it's an interesting one because, first and foremost, Richard Keys has been on it. And what a vile individual that man yeah. is. Uh, some of the yeah. stuff. So his tweet that he put out today, uh, I'm not going to go into it and give him any, any air time, but he's just a vile individual, right, And <laughs> in what he does. And he's made this his personal campaign about Arteta. Do you know what? All of this, all of this thing, all it does is actually bring us together more, the comrade I know Rich doesn't like it. So Rich has gone on about Arteta going in. But what I find what I find, is a camaraderie between the fans and the management and the team. And, it's, and I'm sure that's why he does it. Um I think there's you, a whole
0: reason why he does it. Arteta's big thing when he come in was about making the fans more connected with the team. Yeah, because exactly. That was one of the yeah, biggest yeah. things to
1: do. And, that's <laughs> to and, he's, and he's, 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 he's achieved that, surely. Oh, one of my biggest complaints of Wenger, and I love, I love El Professor to to bits, but one of my biggest complaints was he never showed any emotion. He just used to mm. sit there, and and mm. you you get your bottle of water thrown around, but he never showed. But yeah, but that, that
2: was that was our that was our um, angst against Marco Silva. Yeah, he used, sit, he used to sit in the dugout, accept defeat, and the camera would pounce him, he'd be like, he'd be like that. Tell you what, yeah. he's an nice change now. Silver, he's doing stuff at Bullham and he's a lot more animated now. He, he's doing well, isn't he? Fair play. But Fair you see play. you
1: see Arteta, he kicks every ball. He move, he, he goes right. away yeah. yeah. and he's talking to Odegaard all the time. He's talking to the players. He's moving them on. Yeah, yeah and he's yeah. doing what he's doing. The, the, the whole thing that kind of goes on and Conte makes this big thing about it, but he's just as bad. He's just as yeah. miserable. You know, yeah. but I just like to see the passion. I like to see the drive. I see the interaction <laughs> between the players yeah. and, and the fans. And continue on. Get get red cards, even better, because we'll boo the. We'll boo the <laughs> three,
0: four. I don't really care. I don't really care. I think the thing that we've noticed, to see of Arsenal fans, is the media are properly against us. Whatever point they can do, to actually have a proper Arsenal, they are. Now there was something catching in the news a couple of weeks ago. Do you remember um, Anthony Stokes, who was at Arsenal as a lad? I mean, you might remember. Him. Yeah, vaguely. vaguely played yeah. for Sunderland. Played for Celtic. Well, he oh Stokes at Celtic. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, idea. Anthony Stokes, like. So he got done, he got found with four grand's worth of cocaine in his car, right? The headlines in Scotland read, Ex-Arsenal star, powerful yeah, yeah, cocaine. Do yeah, yeah, yeah. you know how many yeah. games that Lee Stokes played for Arsenal first team? Yeah. Zero. Well, do you know what? Do you he know played what, over guys, 150
2: that's, that's games Celtic. That's the,
0: the same. The <laughs> papers have said, ex-Arsenal right. star. We've played yeah, no but, games.
2: Mate, that's the same with... Uh, Anybody that's even half-kicked the ball for Everton, no matter where they are, if they're involved in a scandal, will be an oh, ex-Everton player. yeah, It's like, fuck off. A you? Like Jesus,
0: it's the kind of stuff that galvanises us as a supporters group. Right. Galvanises us and think, oh, fuck you. And the thing I mentioned about the Arteta, against Man United, Arteta, it was against Man United when Arteta got yellow carded, weren't it? Uh, yes. For being outside of his box. There's footage from that game of 10 Hag being 10, 15 yards outside of his box multiple mm. times, mm. and the ref mm. seeing it, literally looking his his eyesight, doing nothing. The first the people doing nothing. Arteta yeah. gets out there once, the other car. <coughs> Adam, yeah. Adam,
1: what was the reaction? What was it? I mean, you were right, there. what was, was the good, reaction like? We went absolutely... No, I was- so the it's, man
0: united game uh, me and steve were sitting next to each other and we did it does galvanize you like because right, you get right. behind you, you get behind the manager you do right. it's like yeah. but it, it's that
2: it's that it's that sort of reoccurring thing about it's one rule for one and one, one rule for another isn't it yeah I mean what was it two two years ago now and um we played Liverpool in the derby and you ran on the pitch I remember, it right. it's like yeah. well well, hold on a minute. You know, entering the field of players, he can't do that. Well, he did. Not not only did he do it, he ran on. He hugged Allison and was fist pumping. And she, the game's still just, the game's still alive.
0: And nothing was said. Not, he didn't even get done after, did he? And that's the no. thing. Like Arsenal getting fined left, right, and center after for the way they're controlling their players, and it's absolutely ridiculous. But again, we're kind of used to that now, and we we in a way it sounds crazy, but we've missed it because we ain't ever been at the top, off, But now we are again, it's like, oh, you know, bring it on, yeah. and it is having that effect. But Richard Keyes does my head in, like he's he, Richard Keyes this week started on <laughs> Graham Potter. I That's don't it, know if you saw that. yeah.
1: it was yeah. Like, yeah, completely
0: out of nowhere, yeah. like saying, oh, um, Fernandez, British record signing for Chelsea, thinking yeah, he's yeah. going to a top coach, and he walks in and sees Graham Potter stuff like that. It's like. Yeah, damn! What you think, Richard? Vile
1: individual, just yeah. a vile individual that has no place. I'm to... not going to go in... <laughs> You need to go and have a look at his personal life and what he's done and right. everything. It's just a vile, but... horrible individual that has zero relevance anymore. I think. Zero relevance. I
0: think. No, I think you probably, oh, yes, think no, no, probably so simplify
2: relevance. it and say, you know, if anybody's got uh, knuckles as hairy as Richard Keys, it needs to be, you know, avoided. Yeah.
1: Exactly, that is, it's so irrelevant. Old man, all it
0: says, old man on social media, go away. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Terry's, what would what, what what you say your prediction will be for the weekend, guys? Oh, let's do that first. Then we've got a question from Terry. Um, I'm not as falsely as I might normally be, I would I'll take a one nil. I will take a 1-0 because I do think he's going to be tight. I do think it's going to be a lot tighter than some Arsenal fans probably think mm-hmm. because it's Sean Dyche. He's not going to want to... He's going to set your team up to not concede. Mm-hmm. He won't mm-hmm. care much. That's the most important is, that he doesn't get turned over in his first game a lot. So, I do think we should have enough to break you down. We should do. Yeah. I don't yeah. think it's going to be easy. So, I'm going to go 1-0. Steve? I've
1: got to go 3-1 to us. And the reason I, <laughs> a reason I say that, the reason I say that, I'm going to put it in there, is that Sean Dice is going to set up really tight. And if you look at, uh, and I've been saying this all along, a lot of the teams that we've been playing against, with the exception of Newcastle, the only team. So what happen is it'll squeeze up the midfield and make it really, mm. really tight. and It'll squeeze up mm. the back. That's what it'll do and try and get us on the break, right? Like and that plays perfectly well for us because our, our wingers... Uh, phenomenal. The phenomenal. Yeah. Place yeah. phenomenal.
0: Don't tell yeah, him. Yeah. Dice will be listening, and Chris will tell him. Don't say. Don't him. That
1: would be fine. Dicey, call me. Don't. Don't be stressed. That's Look, great. I've got some wine. There's enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, smokes about five hundred cigars. I'm sure he does. That boy. So
2: he, he. certainly sounds like an old.
1: Uh, love,
0: what do it? you think, Chris? What do you think?
1: Um. Mate, you know I me. Mean?
2: I'm I'm the eternal pessimist. You know what I mean? Really? Uh, based based on the Based on a pessimist, is never disappointed. Do you know what I
0: mean? <laughs> um, I'll use that. i nick that one. <laughs> That's that brilliant.
2: If, um, if we score, I'll be happy.
0: Is it what playing? Or is he still injured? No, he's, he's back. He's back. Um,
2: I just think, I just think that, um, as I said earlier on, I think. You know, man for man, we're, we're nowhere near you guys. We're nowhere near it. Um, will we get a, man- a new manager bounce, as they call it? Hopefully. And maybe that'll keep it down to two or three goals. Uh, I just don't see us scoring. I, I, I just don't. I just don't, you know?
1: And that's and that's, that's exactly that's exactly what I said. I can't, I can't see Calvert-Lewin getting through um, the guys at the minute. And I just think, that the way Dyche will play, he'll will he'll, he'll play, he'll play out for that that you know the the, the sort of long ball that the break yeah, this, yeah it'll
2: be go, it'll be going for a long release ball and it'll be cavallooing up against your two big guys at the back Gabriel and, and whatever and, say and that, yeah
1: he'll
2: get no change and and as they recycle it I don't think um DeMari Gray or um McNeil and the midfield have got have got the guile to recycle it well enough to get it back in the box again. Yeah, I, I just think it's going to come, keep coming back at us, back at us, back at us. You know what I mean? And
1: it, it'll um, be incessant. It'll, it'll be non. It'll be yeah. incessant. Yeah, exactly. he, the only team that's managed to stop us from doing that, and that was Newcastle, mm-hmm. right? No,
2: at, like, seen, yeah.
0: They don't concede. They like. Yeah, but you look at you look at your forward team. line here with with
2: Saka and Ketia. Is, is 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 Jesus fit yet? No, no, yet.
1: no He's back. He's, he's back. No, but we've got. Trossard that's in now.
2: If you've got a spare family, quid, a little bit on Trossard to score against Everton because he always does.
1: Always does, man. So, so we've got. We've, we've got. You know, have he's
0: his new contract.
1: Odegaard. You've got Odegaard in there. You've got Partey's fit. You've got Xhaka yeah. that's fit. I, I mean, it's a devastating midfield that we have. And I'm, I'm not saying yeah. that. And it's been a long, long time. Since I've been able to say that it's been a long, long time since I've been this this excited. So yeah. I, gen- I generally think that it will be a t- be a tight twenty minutes, 20, 30 minutes. Once we get the first goal, you guys are going to have to spread out, and then that will be it. We'll, we'll, exactly. we'll
2: no it. listen. I, I I completely I completely agree, Steve. I completely agree, um, and that's why that that first twenty minutes, half an hour is vital. Good. In in a in a weird way, the. Potentially, the worst thing could, could possibly happen is Everton nick a goal. He's yeah. like, "Oh shit, we've we've stirred the beast now." <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean?
0: That, that, yeah. yeah. lost, West Ham did that against us. They were one nil right. up at half time, and we soon sorted them out. So, yeah, exactly, exactly. yeah. Oh, well, Terry, Terry, put in a question for you, Chris, in the chat. Um, what happened to Duncan Disorderly? Well, he's he's got himself a manager job, didn't he? He's, in, he's at Forest Green. Himself wow. for a oh, screen, good luck to him. Screen
2: manager, yeah, yeah. He lost his first game last week in typical fashion in the 98th minute. Oh, oh. Man, that's,
1: right. that's, yeah. as a manager, right? You seriously, I, I would want to brain somebody. i I want to listen, throw If, tears if, if, any, say, if like,
2: anybody in the world is going to brain somebody, it's Duncan, <laughs> yeah,
1: <'cause, laughs> and he's big, he's a big lad as well, he's absolutely oh. huge.
2: They, we they, were they, they, were, they were one up at, uh, I think, 87 minutes, and they lost it 2-1 in the 98th minute.
0: <laughs> God, that's so, We had a chat last week about him potentially being manager, and you were saying that um, you didn't want him to tarnish his reputation, so maybe not, go somewhere but, first and then come yeah,
2: back. Yeah, I, I, think, I think most Evertonians would say uh, that they would like Duncan to be manager, but what they don't want to do is see him fail yeah uh, i would i would put heavy money on duncan would, would lead Everton into well i'll caveat that um assuming we don't go down i'd have lumped a lot of money on duncan leading us into bramley Moore. Yeah, a lot of money a lot of money because mm-hmm. he's a he's an everton talisman do you know what i mean he's he's a he's a he's an icon um but it's like anything, you know, do you want to see these icons fail? Because, you know, as, as, a, as an Evertonian for this many years and, and, and being a, a massive Duncan Ferguson fan, the last thing I want would want to see for him is the fans turn against him.
0: Yeah, it's true. Like, you know, I felt I felt the same way about our ex players being linked with coming back, and yeah. you know, Arteta wasn't a, an Arsenal legend. Let's be honest with you, but he was a well-respected player who the fans mm. had a lot of respect mm. for. It wasn't, you know, but I've always thought about Patrick Vieira yeah, right. has been talked about coming back, etc. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's I would worry right. about that. I would always worry that if he come back and wasn't a success, how it exactly. would be.
1: You exactly my point. Like exactly my point. Yeah, yeah. Terry's yeah. gonna get his legs slapped. I'm telling you, Terry, I'm gonna slap
0: your legs, fella. <laughs> Listen, all this. Yeah. I, tell you, I mean see, I'm getting the impression, Terry, you're not happy with the Jorginho signing. Okay. <laughs> I mean, just quickly, let's just discuss it with Jorginho, right? I mean, we had a chat in the week, Chris, about um, Steve about this. I mean, I think we have both in the same view. I'm quite happy with it. Like no. the way I see it, the three things look at it, it's like beginning of January. We obviously had targets. okay. We obviously had things that we would have liked. Okay? Mm-hmm. But beginning of January to where we are now. We're top of the league. We're five points clear. We've got a game in hand. Is okay. our squad stronger than what it was at the beginning of January? 100%. 100%. 100%. Chris, 100%. Is at, Chris when...
1: has had
0: enough. That's it. Chris is on. Yeah. <laughs> had enough. When, when we're talking great. about transfers. That's why. <laughs> <That's laughs> we're transfers. We're just waiting for the piss. <laughs> But uh, for me, for my my point is like you know, yes. For me, it's it's not even a question. We've strengthened our squad from what it was. Our bench is a lot stronger for the three players we've signed, you know. And that was the whole point: adding strength and depth for that running for that Europa And would we like Ciseiro? A hundred percent. He's an amazing player. Yeah. But I think Jorginho could actually be a real steal for us, and it, and the fact that he is a winner. And he's a Premier League experienced player. He's played over 140 games in the Premier League. He's won yes. the Euros. He's won the Champions League. You know, name it. He's been there. I think for our younger squad as well, going into the back end of the season. And by all accounts, he's supposed to be a very nice guy and a very good around around the place as well. Um, I'm all for it. I'm absolutely all for it. But while we're on the subject of Jorginho, Chris, um, sorry, Steve, I did see that it's a real funny. that As soon as Jorginho signed for Arsenal, he popped up on Facebook. You're kidding me. Literally, as soon um, as.
1: What happened as, there?
0: What as soon happened, as there? It happened, it popped on Facebook. But I can tell that people are getting lazy now with the Facebook because they posted this today. <laughs> First training with the Gunners. How's that, that picture look to you?
1: <laughs> Something <Sorry. laughs> a little bit Photoshop. Let me
0: go a little bit closer for you.
1: Yeah, little bit of
0: photoshopped <laughs> on that one. <laughs> 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 they're getting so lazy now. They're getting so lazy. A little and bit of like, right I there. I think for the first time people have seen through it, and it's actually Martinelli. People yeah. have been posting the real picture. But what's done and wrong as well is there's a fake Martinelli page who's posted the picture of him in that picture. And the fake Martinelli page has liked this one.
1: It's a double fake. How, <laughs> how is that? I don't even get this. I don't even it's get
0: like, it. it. It's absolutely bizarre, but... Tell me what you think about Georgina. So
1: there's a couple of things that that, that are in there. So what have we done? So, uh, and again, I'm going to go back to what I said earlier in the week, right? We are top of the league. We are top of the league. Um, There's a song right there. Um, We're a game in hand, right? This is a guy that has, and statistically for the games that he's played, I know it hasn't been many for Chelsea, I think he's played three or four games. Statistically, he's better than Partey. He's
0: made 18 appearances in the Premier League this year.
1: Has it what? Started?
0: No, not started. Eighteen appearances. Yeah.
1: So, there was only a handful that he started, and when the games that he started, he's he's. I mean, in every department, is better. His statistics are better than Partey. Yep, I sent you that, that the other day that that um, yeah. So so Pep Guardiola turned around and said the Premiership is better with Jorginho in it, right? So that's this is not a Jorginho that came from um, that, that that was great at the World Cup and came through and was a total um nightmare. So. What do I feel? I feel if this guy is good enough to help us win the um, Premier League, right, this season and all, or all, all, and or all win the um, Europa League, then I'm all for it. And it was, not yeah, I know it was a lot of money. Like, don't get me wrong, if I had 20 or 12 million or whatever we paid for him, if I had that money myself, mate, I'd be on a boat calling you from, you know, Saint-Tropez somewhere or the other. Um, but my view is we've got a very talented individual. Everybody's turning around and saying, oh, I was a Chelsea reject. And they said the same about Zinchenko. They said the same about Gabriel Jesus. And yes, he's an older player, but so is Xhaka and so is Partey. Yeah. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of teams in the premiership that will take those. Two as, as a-
0: well, The only thing is we've got an 18 month contract of an option of another year. It's not like we tied him in for four or five years. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's the right kind of deal for the right kind of time. That's the yes. way I see it. It's the right deal for the right time. He's not a future. He's there for the now. He's there for the now and he makes our squad stronger. And I feel a lot safer with him coming off the bench than Laconga. Laconga, yeah. I think, has now gone off. <coughs> he's going to get his game time. He needs that. I really hope that he gets the game time, Laconga, and, and he can I'll come wish, back a new player.
1: Absolutely wish Sammy all the best. And I think he's yeah. got one of the best midfielders that ever. Race the Premiership right there mm. as his as his tutor and mentor. But going back to it, um, there was a stat I saw about the Polish guy um, that we've just
0: give yeah. He's yeah. now my fastest player over a uh, over sprint yards. Quick, well, yeah.
1: Quicker, than quicker than
0: Walcott. It's yeah. quicker than Walcott. Yeah. Quicker than Belerin. He's done the record, didn't he? Yeah.
1: So quicker than Walcott, quicker than Bellerin. So <laughs> have we? Thought, well, I absolutely he, think we have.
0: He, he can't be
2: quicker than Gordon. Get no Everton. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, Look but there's money involved with that one. So, um, listen, so now, listen, like, this
0: is back now. We can't. We got to stop talking about transfers. But actually, actually, just before we do stuff about transfers, there was another interesting one I saw today. Did you see that Jordan Ayew turned down Everton, by the way, to sign for Forest? Stop uh, it. For it. Sorry to bring it up, but that makes it Forest. Sylvain 30th signing this season, 30. Like in, January, in, in January, but that's 30. 30, that's nearly three teams. Exactly. I mean, it is ridiculous, but they're actually getting better. They're doing all right now. They're, they're like, they've like they been improving lately. I mean, but they that, have to get rid of a couple of players they signed in the summer already. They've loaned out a couple already because it hasn't worked. Yeah. But well, it is just unreal. Like, yeah. not forest, it, but it, but it, in the
2: forest. But it just goes back to what I was saying before, Adam, you know, um, players agents advisors whoever they are they they all know there's something um endemically wrong with Everton football club
1: they need to get rid of i think they need to get rid of um frank a lot earlier and, and some of the pictures i saw yeah. and videos i saw of frank lampard actually and, and I, I rip it out of frank you know fat frank on a regular um but he generally looked broken he looked yeah. broken <laughs> uh, right. I, I don't mean really, really horrible. But I'm, I don't really care because I'm not a multi-millionaire like he is. Like, you know, you right. get paid for this. Yeah. Um, but he generally looked broken. Um, yeah. for
2: the the, 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 time, the time to get rid of Frank Lampard was two defeats to Bournemouth in a week.
1: Mm.
0: That was the
2: time to go. That was the time to pull the trigger. And did, and,
1: no time to get any And they didn't
2: do it. it. They didn't do it. You know, and that was, bef- by the way, that, that was before the World Cup break. Yeah. so if they'd have pulled the trigger then they could have recruited a manager, he could have started identifying transfer targets etc 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 but in typical Everton fashion they delayed, they delayed and delayed again and then left it too late Frank's gone down the road with uh, how many million pounds in his arse pocket I don't know yeah. but too much uh, for failure and, uh, and there we are now you know uh, a, a very, a very fractured, a very broken football club, with a very fractured fan base. By the way,
1: so, so Chris here's one, is one I'm going to say. That I, I've got it out to you before we answer Terry's provocative um, little uh, comment that he's just put on there. Very provocative. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to say this, right? I want you back at the end of the season, right? Because I genuinely believe we'll be celebrating that um, Everton haven't gone down, and you're actually yeah. doing well. I, I'm generally, generally, that's what I believe because I think Sean Dyche right. will do will do what you what he needs to do. The only thing I will say is, is he the guy to bring you forward? Now I'm I'm going to just get, like like to take you to the next level. So let me just put let me just round that though. Sean Dyche has never had the opportunity to to be a manager of a massive club, and Everton is a massive club right? You've got history, you've got all, you, 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 the, the, there is the, there is all a bit in the fan base and the loyalty and everything that goes with. And that's not me deriding Burnley in any way whatsoever. Um, but I, I genuinely believe that this is a, this is as big an opportunity for a Dives dive as it is for Everton. So I honestly think that everything is stacked in the right way for Everton to actually become uh, another powerhouse. And it won't be straight away. It will be like we've done. You know, look, we've gone through the Emery era, we've gone through the beginnings of Arteta, mm. we've gone through all of that, you know, the, the decline of, um, you know, uh, uh, bloody Wenger, so as we've gone through. and So so we've we felt the pain, um, but mm. I genuinely believe that, that Sean Dryce will turn it around. I, I, I do, and I think at the end of the season, we'll be having a little bit of a party on the um, extra show. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll be drinking, I'll tell you what, we'll be drinking, I'll buy you a bottle of champagne, we'll all be drinking champagne at the end of it, celebrating us winning the league, celebrating Everton, beating <laughs> well, Chelsea, <that's>... get above <laughs> Chelsea towards the end of the season. <laughs> seeing them go bankrupt next well, year.
0: That would be one Chelsea hell of a be, Yeah. Chelsea uh, would be in League 2 by then, so yeah. they would be knocked down. Yeah,
1: and Chelsea not even getting into any of the uh, yeah. any of the uh, Europa like you know League things or whatever, whatever that... Um, Competition. the competition that she threw Tottenham out of it, not that bad. Yeah, not that, that, <laughs> no, that bad. But hang on a sec, I think Terry's got a bit of a cheeky little comment there. A little cheeky comment he's just put in there.
0: Pep comment,
1: yeah, this one. Yeah, go on. Pep would say that City are chasing us and we've done City a massive favor. We're six years late in buying him. No, we're not, mate. We only need him for six months, like even less than that. We need it, we need it for half a season. That's all we need, right? That's all we need, Terry. Right, behaved yourself. Well,
0: you know, Terry likes to be a bit controversial from now. I mean, just, just be happy that Loki's not in the chat tonight, otherwise we could be here for a we long could handle it. time. Couldn't
1: handle it. Loki. Was and if you, you
0: are catching out. up, Loki, we miss you. Come back soon. <laughs> um we've, we've been going an hour, boys, and I want to talk about some lighter stuff and share some of the lighter stuff Please. that we've gone over. Please. First of all, though, we first of all want to share Savers, by the way. You know I love a bit of savers and you know oh, I love some beers. The you most know, the, obviously the three of us, The three of us are great adverts for Specsavers right now. Specsavers, Um,
1: will you sponsor our podcast? Come
0: on. We should do. We should have enough airtime. This tweet was a couple of weeks ago, just after Chelsea had presumpt us on Madrid, but it still made me laugh. i Arsenal also plan to buy six million lens cloths from us, just FYI. And I I like the West Ham extra comments below. Well, we'll buy them, but only for seventy-two monthly instalments. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I love, love Spec Savers; they come out with some great stuff. Now, I was trawling through Facebook once more, and this might surprise you, Chris. Anyway, when I come across, and obviously we've not had a show since then, Steve. So we come across the the, the, the Dallas Arsenal supporters group picture. Okay, and here it is. They're having a great time. This is in the North London derby. We zoom oh. in a little bit. And then we zoom in a I, I little bit know.
1: more. I don't know
0: what player? you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. Who is this killer? <laughs> <laughs> <is this> <laughs> He's actually miserable for what That's not the man I know. <laughs> and, um, all I want to say, Steve was over in Dallas and watching an all-front derby with the Dallas Gooners. He's told me how it was, but I want you to tell Chris and everyone else your experience over there.
1: I've got to say, uh, my love, my absolute love to the Dallas scooters, those boys, seriously, 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 seriously. So we actually went out for an evening meal with them. So so they invite us out and they have this thing where they so before every North London derby, and I love it, I love it. They have lasagna.
0: Oh, that's brilliant.
1: <laughs> they have lasagna before every North London derby. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um, they're not big lovers of, um, Harry Kane, nor are they lovers of his parents and some of the conversations and songs that they <laughs> leave a lot to be desired, but honestly, honestly. So if you are ever, 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 ever in, in Dallas, Texas, you've got to go to the Londoner pub, the London pub, basically it's the only place I've ever been to where, I had Chelsea fans, we had Newcastle fans, we had Manchester United fans, but all together as one in one place, no one got stabbed. Like that was weird. Um <laughs> no, no one actually got stabbed on right Yeah, seven. yeah, yeah. So so which I was really good. Um there were some Spurs fans, and unfortunately, everybody in the pub got at the Spurs fans. It um it, yeah, so Terry, Terry, there's a video of me singing. So, so yeah, unfortunately, I didn't share that. Oh, God, Are look at i just talking you, I'm but, so, so, but the best part is there was a hundred gooners in this in this pub there's a hundred of them in this pub so it's run by uh the guy that runs it's a Tottenham fan his wife is a liverpool fan she's actually from Liverpool. my apologies chris um <laughs> and the other lady and the other beautiful lady's from stockport she's a stockport fan so so there's a good there's a good eclectic mix that that was in yeah, there. so, yeah. so london a pub absolutely brilliant those guys embraced us. They looked after us. The, the guy that was with me was a Man United fan, so he became um, Dan United. They called him oh, um, singing. <laughs> so we were singing. We were getting into the, the whole bit. And there is a yes. video of me that I will share next. I next, it. it's brilliant. Next time of me actually standing at the front, leading a hundred people singing about what do we think of Tottenham. Um, brilliant. Brilliant. So, awesome. so, so, so it, honestly, but the best part. The best part of it, I'm gonna share you, Chris, you you've got an open invite, mate. You might right. have to wear your red and white um for that. The uh the, the, the... You not wear
0: red and white. Don't ask
1: no, him to wear red
2: and white. I don't I don't I don't um, actually possess anything red.
1: No, okay. So <laughs> all right, we'll get you one of the black away tops then. But there okay. is a thing called Goonagras that I found out. So good. Oh, we,
0: next year we need so, to get there.
1: The week I'm telling you, the week before Mardi Gras in New Orleans. Every single Gooners, um, uh, Gooners society in the whole of the America, right, all get together in New Orleans and have a massive Arsenal party. But it's a huge Arsenal party, so I am definitely, definitely going. I'm and going. Definitely going. Chris, I'm going. open invite. Open invite. Come sounds, on. That Go sounds wrong. wrong. That sounds, well, wrong. That sounds well, like.
0: What like food more could <laughs> you ask Chris? Obviously, Terry,
1: what we need food? Terry there because in case there's a boiler problem or we need to sort our three-way valves out. <laughs> so
0: he, I was just going to say again evening Loki he's in the chat I don't know if he's always been in the chat when I said it right, but it's always good to see that name pop up yeah
1: so it's, it's always it's always a good battle so Gunagraal in uh, New Orleans next year we're going to come live from over the over and over again podcast from Gunagraal it's going to happen it's a thing and thank you thank you to all of Dallas Gunas uh, thank you so much for for all, all the fun. love that you gave and uh, all the help and, and they, they, they do watch our own podcast by the way
0: I love it. Brilliant. I can't wait. and um, I'm going to the States next month. Oh, Actually, quick shout-out, I'm going to Miami next month, and I'm trying to track down the Arsenal-Miami if there is an Arsenal-Miami club or whatever, so if anyone can help me put in touch with any Arsenal in Miami, tell them where to go and watch the game. I'm going to be there whilst we play Fulham away, so if anyone can put me in touch with anyone, please let me know, or any of Steve's mates in Dallas know anyone in Miami, please let me know. That'd be great. Um, Just before we move on, um, to some more lighter stuff. Um, talking about the North London Derby again. Now, Chris, I'm sure you you know Banksy, the artist. You know Banksy? Um, yeah,
2: yeah. I'm well, I, 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 don't, I, don't,
0: I know you don't know him. I don't, I don't, don't know,
2: know him, him, know him.
0: <laughs> Chris is Banksy. Own, Chris, are you Banksy? We've got our own, could be. Yeah, could be. We've, no, I've seen him draw. It's not him. <laughs> um, we've got North Banksy, Arsenal fan. North Banksy. What? Have yeah, you not heard of North Banksy? I've it's never heard of North Banksy. You. So, North Banksy has been around for a while now. So, before the North London derby, he went here. Spurs pub, as we do. And as you can see, nice little Arsenal badge next Love to him. the pub. Love, Love it. North Banksy. it. was in the day of the North London. North Banksy, brilliant. But what was even more special was, you know what happened in the North London derby with the idiot who jumped over and kicked Ramsdale. I'm sure you saw yeah. that, that bloke. Yeah. So that bloke actually manages a pub. That's, um, it,
1: that's correct. It yeah. happened
0: me. So what does North Banksy do? He tracks him down. He tracks down the guy's pub. Now, as if you can see in the left-hand corner down here.
1: Oh, uh, no. Banksy, I can see it here.
0: North Banksy then ended up just uh, putting a bit of Ramsdale <laughs> on the pub.
1: <laughs> I love it. I so there love you
0: it. go. There you go. That's on the side of the folks' pub, who he, what pub he manages. A little bit of Aaron Ramsdale on there for you, literally just before he got kicked in the back by the same swat. So there yeah. we go. I, I absolutely love that. And I follow North Banks here. He, he is that great? Stuff. Is that is is that is that a, a fact is that, that that's, this fella's pub, is that's the fellow's pub is yes. That's the fellows pub, yes. Yeah. Fellas yeah. pub, it got posted. You should have seen it's all I think it's been removed now, but you should have seen some of the um reviews on Google reviews the day yeah. after. It was along the line of only serves bitter. Uh <laughs> I was having a great I was having a great night and all of a sudden got kicked in the back. <laughs> um, they had this cabinet but it was empty it was oh, on the lines of that it was real good, real good stuff in there so like a lot of it did get removed actually uh, right. the but there you can go um, now, we're, all,
1: we're all for a bit of passion like, we're all for a bit of passion, we're all for a bit of love we're all for like you know, whatever it is in the rivalry in the tribalness, the whole lot but honestly when it comes to physical violence between each other it's we, don't like we don't like that, that. that. grow yeah. up yeah. grow so- up and get a life
0: I also want to take you boys to a place I'd never thought I'd take you. I'd never thought I'd I'm going to Gouda take Gouda you. To...
1: You're taking us to Gunagra. Oh, no. Adam, you're so well, amazing. I'm not
0: physically taking you there, but I'm going to pretend that. I'm going to show you some pictures from the Georgian fifth tier of football. Oh, now, you're I've probably thinking, that? I don't even know if Georgia had a fifth tier of football. <laughs> well, well, I mean, I'll I'll do. I do. bet on it than weekly. Stadium, <laughs> like FC, and I'm sorry if there's any of the fans watching this, because you probably are, obviously. FC Cavare- Cavarelli de Deruzzi. Okay, this wow. is their stadium from the top. This is this is the FC Cavarelli de Deruzzi in the Georgian fifth tier. Fabulous. Now, this is their ground in a <laughs> a fifth-century castle. Looks I don't know if you power. can see this. They play their football in a castle. Turrets on the corners here, trees all around, and there's a picture from inside. It's going to take up the whole screen, but it's a great photo. <laughs> That's this is bad. our
1: second team. This is now our second look team. That's
0: team. it. Look at the stand up there. Look at look at that. It's fantastic. What a view they've got up there. Yeah. It's a fifth century castle in Georgia that this team get to play as their home ground. I, I've just come across that and like I've started following them. They don't post a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. Out. Message to him. Message to them saying, we'd like to come over and run our podcast from there. Chris is coming. <laughs> We're taking Lukey. <Loki. laughs> Terry's it, it, coming. It looked-
0: it looks lovely. Yeah. I mean like they know, build, they know to build the wall, don't they? Yeah.
1: Exactly, exactly.
0: <laughs> um there's also a couple of um there's also fine I don't know if anyone watched the first leg of the Southampton Newcastle first leg game at St Mary's last week that Newcastle won when um Coletta Carr got sent off. I love a bit of poop housery, as you know. Yeah, I love a bit of we
1: do. we do, like
0: that. And I saw yeah. no no one seen Murphy when he got sent off, giving a little wave. I just love that. He got <laughs> yeah. sent off, and <laughs> and Murphy just gave him a little bit like that as he was going away. Coletta Carr did not – you could tell he wanted to smack him one. Yeah. <laughs> he like, Can't exactly do that. So I, I love a bit of Poop so I thought that was quite a nice little one. Um, and I've not really got a what's hot and what's not this week, but one what what's hot I found was um, Brackley. Again, not a club we talk about a lot on this podcast. Brack-
1: hang on, hang on, hang on. Brackley? That's the home of Harley-Davidson. I ain't got a
0: clue if that's true or not.
1: Brackley,
0: Northamptonshire, yeah. Yeah, but I'm sure they're not American, is that? I've, yeah, I've, no, that's, that's, that. that's that's
1: that's Bra- uh, Harley Davidson UK. is based out of Brackley. That's where their motorcycles are built. They they built they they ship them over from Milwaukee and they build them in Brackley, mate. I
0: did not know that. Did not know. Just quickly, before I move on to Brackley. Loki's been there. I've been to six one win and a six one loss. Um, yeah. <laughs> I remember both of those. I remember we're feeling win. win.
1: Like even even Chris is feeling win at the moment, mate. Yeah. So um,
0: that castle <laughs> does look nice. I completely agree, and I think we should go on a, on a bit of a beer run over to Georgia. Why not? So we've got, yeah. next year, we've got Georgian 5th year, and we've got um, mod Mar- Gu- was Gu- it? Gunagra. We'll, 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 we'll tie those in. But anyway, Brackley fans, done, a, done a, um, a trip to Scarborough. Brackley fans of Scarborough last night. 400 mile, 8 hour round trip. Nine of them turned up. I love it though. Love so those that's guys. Are,
1: that's focus. That well, is that's just, That's someone's got marital problems and a minibus.
0: Yeah, (laughs) you know I love stuff like that. I love I I I do follow fans who travel. I love watching how they travel on. You know, I still think the Chevrolet Wednesday fans who got a keg of beer on the train was one of my favorites I've come across this year. But I had to share that. And the last thing I'm going to share tonight, is not football related. Okay, it's not football related at all. I'm not going
1: to talk about the French Connection. Arsenal.
0: I wanted to give it quite positive tonight. Since we've been on air, we've released the calligraphy set, the jacket set, and the French set. And this is no word of a lie. Three weeks since we had a show just for North London Derby. Calligraphy, that awful pink thing that, I, that they wore at the game when I had a gut. I said, I don't like that. Yeah. Um, and then the, the jackets, just because they could, because it was cold when it was like minus degrees. The French stuff looks all right, to be quite honest with you. No, it doesn't.
1: Why, why do I need nine kits to go to That's watch my problem.
0: football team? It's, it's about the best they've had this season, but it's still the 18th, and it is the 18th range they've released since the start of the season. I counted them up. I'm sad. 18 ranges. I, I'm sick of mentioning it. Just let's say from now on, what's not will always be Arsenal and whatever kit they've released. now, am proud. Arsenal, I'm <laughs> proud. Yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. Ridiculous. But anyway, I wanted to share with you an advert I saw for an insurance company, which is called Dead Happy. It's an insurance company called Dead Happy in Leicester. Legitimate name, and they are actually famous, and I've come across them before for their adverts. And I come across this one; it's not football related, but it was too funny not to share. And it might, if someone sensitive it about that, I do apologise.
1: Oh, 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 <laughs> oh, wow. oh my god! Wow! Wow! Wow!
0: And I was, and again, I apologise to upset anyone, but it just got me. Like, that's the that genuine answer. That's,
1: that's brilliant. <laughs> that is, honestly, that's next level of marketing.
0: I know. And even, and then, like, the company is called Dead Happy. Dead Happy. <laughs> that, for yeah. me, I just, I just, that just cracked me up when I saw that. I laughed at the <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know it's not football, but I, it was too good not to share. Really. Fair play. So, um, Fair play. Dead Happy in Leicester. Yeah, um, you never yeah. know your doctor's going to be. So, yeah, get your life insurance sorted. Um, so yeah, that that's that's pretty much what we've got here. Um, <laughs> let's just catch up on the um, on the chat. Loki's been back in. Can I, I've not even read this first. I'm, I should always read Loki's ones before I post them. Yeah, yeah,
1: Loki, yeah look, we're talking about motorbikes because obviously yeah. Harley Davidson oh, yeah. built. So so uh, yeah, apparently uh, Loki's a Kawasaki man. Oh. Ah. Um, uh, so, yeah, he's uh, yeah he's Kawasaki. Uh, so he's a Kawasaki man, although he had a Yamaha. Don't really get how he's a Kawasaki man if he had a Yamaha, but hey, Loki, come. come
0: if anyone's on. interested in the, in the chat about bikes, we'll, we'll we'll catch you up on this one. And yeah. then he's also pitched in here. I uh, bought Fred West house insurance,
1: yeah. Wow, Patios <laughs> by Fred West.
0: Um, anyway. I think I shared with you a Fred, a Fred West tweet earlier, both of you, actually. Yes, <laughs> he did. He did. I very funny very he was too, pal. I know. I, thought, you know, I was going to put that one in tonight and I thought, you know, one serial killer's enough for the night. How
2: far, how far, <laughs> yeah. How far can we actually go with it?
0: Anyway, I think we've come to the end. I just mm. want to say thanks to Chris for coming on. I know it's the second time on. Um,
1: I, I, yeah, leave, I
0: don't need an excuse to get you on, but obviously we're playing your boys at the weekend, but you know you can come back any, any time. Always, always,
1: always welcome. I think, um, yeah, again, I'll go, I go back to Chris. You know, ultimately, Saturday we're enemies. Uh, after that, I want to see you guys do well. Genuinely do. I genuinely I, mean I, it. I, 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 I'd
2: hesitate at the enemies, rivals, maybe.
0: Yes. Like, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Um, um, the way I always it? put Chris is, me and Chris have always bonded over our mutual hatred for Liverpool. Right. So um, yeah, you know that's yeah, the let's... way I always put it. And I, I wouldn't even go as far as to say enemies. I think that's too too strong. I, you know, I want us to win, obviously. But I do right. hope Everton stay up. I genuinely do.
1: Yeah, we, we, we all do. We will be having that champagne at the end of the um, end of the season. I promise you, mate, that'll be on me. We'll uh, see. Gonna, Terry, I need my boiler fixing, mate. I need some work doing on it. And uh, I'm pleased we kept you late. I'm pleased and to everybody that actually uh, listens and, and, and takes their time out of their day to listen to us, I thank you so much for that. It's really, really um yeah. Yeah. really I'll
0: good. Make- Sometimes I do think you need to reassess your lives a little bit, but, at the same <laughs> <way> I <do. laughs> but sometimes I do really appreciate Well,
1: don't just reassess your lives. Come on. Come like, on, yeah, Terry. Yeah. Come on, Loki. Come on. Come
0: I've on. Been and to get, we've been trying to get Terry and Loki on all season. I think that, you know, do us a deal now. Terry, Loki, if we win the league, if we win the league, promise to come on. Come Can on. you commit to that now if you're in the chat? It just drop us a little yes. That would be amazing. Or, meet, or at least meet us for a drink in the pub before a game. You know,
1: we're absolutely,
0: fair middle ground. Yeah,
1: no, no yeah. stress. But look, listen. Yeah, at the end of days. Financial fair play is coming in next season for us, right? And that's going. That's that's going. That's going to. Uh, and that's going to set. I think a very even playing field for us. We've got the worrying in- input from the government that's coming along. We've got them. We. Well, I think we've had, had a very, very good transfer window in January. We've spent a lot okay. of money. We've got some good players. I think it's going to be enough to help us succeed in either competition, either if it's the Premier League, and I hope we win that, and also Europa League. Um, Sorry, Chris, but, you know, as I say, um, I'm hoping that we win, because we need the points, Um, (laughs) but I I know you guys are going to do well. You've got a good manager that's going to help you out.
2: And
1: and as always, thank you to everybody that listens to my nonsense that I drivel on as I get more and more smashed through the day, and my amazing co-host with Adam, who is the voice of reason and almost sensible, Almost sensible. Yeah, almost, yeah. And you see these three here? See these three here right now on it? We're going to Gunagra next next year.
0: Oh, yeah, man. We can't do we that. I to... here first really. go... Goonigras. The lads at Guna Do they still give out the little things?
1: Yeah, yeah. The it's thing, all so... that. It's full Mardi Gras, but it's the week before, so everybody's... um uh um... yeah, This is
0: this is them committing. Look, Loki, I will, but need to get... Just use your
1: phone. Loki, just use your phone. Mate, it's perfectly fine. Get yourself earphones, use your phone. Oh, Jerry, up,
0: come on. Job. Up. <laughs> I don't have a mic and camera. I'm just talking off my, my laptop. Yeah. Straight, straight, straight off my back.
1: Straight off But we're we're all going to Guna We're gonna get the little things round. We're gonna have mics. We're gonna get Cheery Rich with us as well. He's gonna come along and uh, he's going to up,
0: Cheery Rich. <laughs> he'll he'll be all part of America. A
1: that's it. Yeah, that'd be fun. It's... Cheers,
2: Cheers guys. guys.
1: All right. Anyway, well, guys, well, have a great one. Fabulous Pleasure. show. Thank you very much. And as always, North London! Enough. Enough. <laughs>